At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare you found prime time action with gil alexander and matt brown on vsin the sports betting network Hour number two of Easton's primetime action live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, it's been great working with you all. I just cut off Matt Kalish on the last segment. Um, the president and co-founder of DraftKings. It was a good run, guys. It's been it a was pleasure a good, working with you. It was a good you. run. I'm sure I'll be right there with you. It's okay. <laughs> Let's update all the scores. What do you got? Yeah, over in the NBA, we got three games in action. Grizzlies on top of the Pistons, 53-34. to 34. Uh, 530 remaining in the second quarter. Grizzlies, 21.5 point live favorites, 227.5 is the live total over in Washington in the new look wizards. The nets lead 15 to 10. I also, I guess new look nets as well. 544 remaining in the first quarter minus 115 each way on the money line. There, 213 and a half. The live total, the heat with a two point lead over the Pelicans, 26, 24 heat laying three and a half live and 218 and a half. Is the live total over on the ice? We've got a few games going on. Blue Jackets on top of the Sabres, one to nothing. Seventeen forty-five remaining in the second period. Columbus minus two forty-five on the money line. Sabres plus one eighty. Live total set at five. Capitals up two to nothing over the Canadiens in the first intermission. Live numbers currently off the board. Hurricanes lead the Bruins one to nothing. First intermission. Carolina minus 400 live. Boston plus 275. Total set at five. Penguins and Senators 0-0. 17 minutes left in the second period. Penguins still minus 265 live. Senators plus 190 and four and a half. Your live total. And nothing too big going on in college basketball yet as far as top 25 games. C.J. McCollum with four points early on in that ball game for the Pelicans. He has uh, already taken six shots. I always love it when a new player shows up on a new team. He's like, I'm shooting the hey, lights out tonight. That's what they brought him in to do. I did make a small bet on the Heat. Uh, when I when I found out at least Tyler Hero was going to be sitting on the bench, I don't even know how much he's played yet, ended up putting in a small bet on the Heat. I thought that line was a little bit of an overreaction, Gil, today with this, just the shiny new toy effect mm-hmm. sort of of C.J. McCollum. And yes, he's going to be very helpful for that team down the line, but I always, you know, first game in there, you always wonder how pieces are going to fit. And then, yeah, is he going to come out and just start jacking up shots like apparently he is? That could be a good thing or a really bad thing sometimes. 
Let's take a look, by the way, with all the trades that went down today, uh, obviously the headliner being the Harden-Simmons deal. Uh, let's look at the adjusted odds in the National Basketball Association, futures odds, that is. First for the title, then we'll do it conference by conference. Uh, as you might expect, the Sixers are on the move. I believe they moved down to 7-1 to one to win it all. Is that the, the uh, case here with the when Sixers? That, last I saw, it was in that 7-1 yeah, range. To one yeah. range. Uh, the Nets, though, remain the short shot. Per DraftKings, the Nets at plus 370. The Dubs, the Warriors are plus 425. The Suns, best record in basketball, plus 450. And then it is the Sixers and the Bucks, both at 7-1. to one. Everybody else... Double digits, including the Lakers, by the way, at 22 to 1. Kelly and I were texting back and forth at the end of this Lakers Blazers game last night. The Blazers had dealt Robert Covington and Norm Powell to the Clippers. Then they dealt McCollum to the Pelicans. Then they uh, traded uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker to the Jazz. Dame Lillard already on the bench with the abdominal problem from the beginning of the year. They are actively tanking and they beat the Lakers last night, 107 to 105. The Lakers four games below 500. And we sat here and said, well, they're pretty locked into a play-in game, but man, they're trying. And it was, that was funny when me and you were texting and I'm like, I'm like, you gotta flip it over to this Lakers game. Like this is, they are doing everything they can Uh. to blow, blow this game against a JV NBA team that you like, you don't even know these names. Some of these names are on this team. You You have no idea. You cannot stop Anthony Simons. You 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 were laughing at the the end when the, uh, their their jacket up. Oh, the Blazers are ridiculous. (laughs) To to close it out. They're shooting shots with five seconds (laughs) left on the shot. Trying to win the game or not. Blazers, which is horrible possessions down the stretch. They still beat them. Anyway, Lakers. If they're not careful, they'll fall out of a play-in situation, but they seem pretty entrenched. But anyway, they're 22-1. to 1. No Russell Westbrook trade today, I guess, is the Lakers headline. Yeah, I think that just pretty much shows that nobody had any interest whatsoever. Him. I mean, it's that right. and that that contract's just so yeah. immovable. You know, like it's. I mean, really, John Wall's the only thing they could have done. So, yeah. would you really rather have John Wall than Russell Westbrook? Frank Vogel after the game last night, they were like, "Would you? Would you? If would you make that trade? Might Russell Westbrook not be a Laker tomorrow?" He's like, "Well, if a trade comes along that improves us, we'll do it." Didn't hesitate. Yep. But yeah, alas, Russell. Listen. Yeah, and Westbrook can't be blamed for last night's game. He did just, not play. Yeah, just real quick, Gil. Was your favorite uh, player last night for the Blazers Kelgen Blevins, Greg Brown the third, or Trendon Watford? You made up all of those names. Didn't they all got significant? <laughs> well, Trendon Watford is obviously a golfer. That's a golfer. Yes, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's a country club golfer. He no, has, he's from your school too, man. Come on. He has his tour card. Yes, that's a that's right. a. I, I've been playing since I was six. Private <laughs> lessons. Like that, he logged no. 16 minutes, six points, and four rebounds last night for the Blazers. Let me let me ask you this then, with these uh, new uh, odds here, courtesy of DraftKings, Sixers seven to one. Kelly, you made a Sixers bet today. I bet it at 12 to one. Yeah, I, I'm. I, like Matt said earlier, like I've got four teams pretty much at the top of the East. I think I've got the Sixers. It's Bucks Sixers, about one A, one B to me, and you could probably flip them either way you want. Um, but I thought twelve to one to win the NBA Finals, over five to one to win the conference was still pretty good odds. So I did bet it seven to one. I'm not so sure about because it is again four to five teams are very live in that Eastern Conference right now. I go Bucks, Nets, Sixers, Heat. But look, the Heat. I've, I'm always, I'm always down on the Heat, and all they do is all, uh, all they do is just prove me wrong and every Kelly single year. Him. Yeah, like can't all they do is him. prove me wrong every single year. So, I mean, thirteen to one. That's interesting. I mean, I do think that any of those four teams, though, the way that they're currently constructed and kind of how a couple of these teams got better, 
I think any of those four teams could come out of the East, and I would not be surprised at all. So, I mean, getting getting a 13-1 to on a Heat team that I think is just as live as the 370 Nets is, you know, pretty intriguing anyway. What a great day for basketball. Say it again. Yeah. With the NBA acquired James Harden and Ben Simmons today from, from Oblivion. Uh, this is the Eastern Conference. The Nets remain the short shot at plus 190. The Bucks and the Sixers at 3-1. to one. The Heat at 6-1. to one. Even the Bulls and Cavs down there deep at 16 to 1 and 25 to 1 respectively. There's not really a bet here, is there? I don't think there's yeah. a bet here. I think the I think there's the one I can tell you not to bet would be it would be the Nets at this number. Like I think the Nets right now both to win the finals and the Eastern Conference are too short until you see what this team's really going to look like. I mean, we can all picture what it's going to look like and we think there's Ben Simmons could be a, a added added help in different areas where James Harden couldn't be. But I, I really would want to see this team on the court together first before I'm putting a bet in on that on them. Okay. I also I honestly think too that you would just from an Eastern Conference team, you would just bet them to win the whole thing as opposed to win the yeah, conference. Yes. Because whoever wins that conference, I would think would is going to be favored in the in the finals anyway. In the do you think the Eastern Conference team will be favored? Yeah. Yeah, really I think so too. You do. Over over the Suns or over the Dubs or yeah, something like that. That was part of the reason why I put that Pacific divi- that Pacific Division bet in at plus one forty or whatever it was. Remember we were talking about that last week because those two teams it gives me Suns and Warriors, and if they get to the finals, then I'm getting a plus price plus price on them. I don't know if I agree with you guys on that because if, if the if whoever runs the gauntlet of the West and gets to the finals. Whew, that team is going to be supercharged at that point. I'm just looking at the the Atlantic Division odds because we were talking about how the Sixers were plus 110 last week. And we're like, you got to bet the Sixers at plus 110. So I'm looking right now, and obviously, once we recommended that and others recommended that, uh, it drifted. The Sixers became minus 110, then they were minus 125, then they were minus 165. Well, after this trade, and if you're curious about the Atlantic Division, the Sixers are minus 225 now to win the Atlantic. The Nets are plus 450. The Celtics 6-1 to and the Raptors plus 750. The, the Celtics and the Raptors are two games behind the Sixers. And also, uh, that's also partially, I mean, what, the Nets have lost eight straight games to? Nine straight. <laughs> Nine, Nine straight. straight. They're trying yeah, to avoid so. a tenth right here tonight. What about the Western Conference odds? I'm curious, these... Uh, what these happen with it, with not much movement at the top, if if any, just the Jazz making moves. Warriors and Suns both two to one. Jazz six to one. The Lakers. <sighs> Come on, that's strictly Another, based. That's strictly a liability it. number. Yes, Unbet. that's that's stop a liability it. number for sure. Because they've already got so much money on them that they just yeah. don't want to take anymore. Because that's there's no way ten to one. You have no interest in the Grizzlies. None. I don't. I I I. I I'm fully behind Kelly now that this this trade was made and these the way these teams are, are set up and and I throw the Bucks in there as well and I throw the the Heat in there as well. I think whoever wins the East is going to win the, is going to win the whole thing. I think it's down. I think it's at least down to six teams. I think it's four four teams in the East and those top two in the West. And it's, I was going to say why you hate the Warriors and Suns so much because Steph's not good right now. Yeah, but he'll get good again. It's been a month and a half. Like I mean, like it's. But it wouldn't surprise you tomorrow. All of a sudden, he's Steph Curry again. I mean, no, it wouldn't. But I keep waiting on that. I'm like sitting here going, like, dude, when is this gonna like? (laughs) From the beginning of time, he was awesome, and then like five weeks of bad. You're like, ah, it's the end of him. But it's not that I think he's bad. I think I think there's something wrong. Like I mean, it's just like like it's it's not that I think he woke up one day and he's bad. I just think there's something there's something wrong. I mean, like this is. Even if we go like recent, more recent, right? To see if it's, okay, well, is it something that maybe could could 
wear off or something. I mean, he's got nights of 6 of 21, 5 of 20, 5 of 18, uh, 5 of 13 last night. You know, like it's just a a lot of very un-Steph-like lines out of him. And I feel like there's something underlying that's that's behind this. Because, again, no, I don't believe he just woke up <laughs> this bad. He's Steph Curry. He's the greatest shooter of all time. But these are not the greatest shooter of all time numbers. And there's like, I guess I'm surprised that you guys are so adamant that the Eastern Conference representative in the finals is going to be a favorite over the Warriors or the Suns or whomever comes out of the West. I don't know if I – I just don't I mean, know if I agree with that. Long ways to go. Long but way. that's how I feel today. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, this is the trade deadline day. A lot of things have changed and happened today. But that, that's how I feel today? right now. Hmm. All right. Great day for the NBA. Score one for Windhorse over Woj. <laughs> it's a bad day for Woj. Uh, fascinating to talk about. Now the football's winding down after this weekend. The NBA never short on drama. So we love that about the NBA. That's for sure. Uh, we'll come back, among other things. We, of course, will talk more about Super Bowl 56. We'll look at some, we'll look at some bets as well. Some uh, Super Bowl match bets, we'll call them. And a little later on, Danielle joins us for some Love Zone. Oh, yes. It's Feastin's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Do you have questions about betting the Super Bowl? Well, if you do, I don't know, any number of questions. Should you hedge, for instance? Maybe you're looking for unusual props or insights from one of our hosts. The VSIN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. Submit your questions at vsin.com slash Super Bowl, and it can be answered by our experts on air or on vsin.com. I like that JVT thing last night where he was picturing uh, Danny Berg with like multiple phones. Right. Yeah. And like, the visor. I, I, think of, I think Tony Romo and those Corona commercials like <laughs> on the beach, but like it's Danny like in downtown Chicago somehow yeah. with like six phones around him. With, like, hold please. Like, I got another call. With the old timey voice. <laughs> I don't care if you want to hedge. It's a personal matter. <laughs> it's just going back and forth. Why? Sure, you should take the bangles, bust the points. I don't know why we. Who's on the phones? To, who's on the phones tonight? Oh, Jeff did, did, we, did we put John Tobel <laughs> it's on? Par- it's Parles because I Parles ran into him back. this afternoon. I was like, what are you doing here? I, haven't, I never see you in the afternoon. So clearly he was here to handle the help yeah. desk. Okay. Parles on so the Parles phone. tonight, John Tobel tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when he's on the phone, so we I'm drop the I'm doing the, the overnight shift tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah, you you're you're on the overnight? Yeah. All right. Good yeah. deal. Who, did, who do you think here would relish that job the most? Like, who's got the person I'd be like, I would love to do the help desk? <laughs> 
don't know. Who's the guy that would be like, this Ma- is an awesome Matt Neverett. Matt Neverett is the answer. Yeah, we, we or Ben it. Wilson. Ben Wilson, one, one ben Wilson would be too nice to not, like, every conversation would turn into, like, a 20-minute thing. Well, yeah. He'd start asking about yeah. their family. How's your stuff. aunt doing? Yeah, How's yeah, your uncle? Like, yeah. Like, he would just turn it into, like, a get-to-know-you thing, and they'd be like, hey, man, I just asked what you thought about this prop. And he's like, it's been 18 minutes now. He's like, did you know I used to curl in high school? <laughs> So that's all I heard about. When I was gone, people were texting me. They're like, they've been talking about curling with whoever's filling Dude, in for you he for like two seconds in high school. That's crazy. That's wild. If that doesn't let you know, if that doesn't scream rich kid, like I don't know what <laughs> Noah does. Real I sharp curled Real in. Sharp I curled in high school. Speaking of curling, what happened to our monobob girl? Is she still alive? What did we determine? Oh, I gave on up on research on that. She finished fourth in some heat. In a heat, which I mean, I think Parles and I think we we got to the conclusion that that means she advanced. To the finals. So there we go. She squeaked in. So I think that's where we are now. I'm going to try to do more research on this right now. Mariama Jamanka. Jamaica. Jamanka. Yeah. Jamanka. Not Jamaica. We have. It might be a long A. You don't know. Now you're confusing people. We do have one tip coming in about 15 minutes. That's the Clippers and the Mavericks. Mavericks are six, six and a half point home favorites. In that game over the Clippers, we have anywhere from a 215 all the way to a 216 and a half total there. So shop around if you want to play the total in that one. But six, six and a half on the Mavs at home over the Clippers. I'm betting global tennis all day. Let's go, baby. Federico Sarundolo and Buenos Aires got it done for me this afternoon. You know that match. Uh, also before that, uh, Marton Fukšević, the Hungarian, got it done in Rotterdam. No, hey. Anyone? Nobody? Anybody? Is this the mic on? Um, you betting UFC this weekend? I probably won't. This is there's just too much football. So, yeah, I mean, I I've yeah. got to like, like I said. So I've been holding out on a lot of these props. I just want to see where these numbers end up, and you know, I want to try to come in on some unders at some point. So it's kind of I'm playing kind of cat and mouse with everything. Like I'm, I'm monitoring all these numbers and see if there's trend, you know, which way things are trending and which way they're going and all that. Or whatever. I haven't had a chance to. To dig into this one really at all. I mean, I will watch it for entertainment purposes, but I don't think I'm going to have a lot. Does Whitaker have any shot at being I mean, I any shot of beating him? I mean, I think it definitely has a uh, definitely has a shot. It's just Izzy's so long and he can keep people at distance so well, and he, I think he's kind of understood that that's the way you you go about it whenever you're built like him. And and you know, these guys get these guys that are super elite. They they really do like learn and evolve as fighters and realize like you know the advantages that they have over most of the other guys in the divisions, most of the other opponents that they're going to go up against. And I think as he's really come into his own as as to his advantages he has over everybody else, and I think that he's just right now on on another level. Apparently, as well, um, if you believe the the Twitter machines, apparently signed the like biggest deal in biggest contract extension in UFC history really? apparently yesterday or something so yes the, no no financial terms were disclosed would you but, would you have pegged him as the guy to sign the biggest contract in the UFC i guess at this point because you don't really know what you have in Connor anymore. Like you don't really know what you have in some of the other guys. And he's John he is Jones a, he, is not yeah, a reliable. Like, and like thing. he is a proven commodity and um and still young. So you know you've got some some good miles left on him and everything. So yeah, I mean and, and plus look, you you also weigh in marketing ability, right? And mm-hmm. he's good on the microphone. He's he's super personable and all that. And so you you weigh that in as well. So yeah, I think he's he's a good investment for them for sure. Remind yeah. me, what was the conclusion of their first fight? The Adesanya, Adesanya handled him pretty well. So that was the thing where, that was the thing where I think that he first started to learn that his length is such an incredible 
advantage ah. in these fights with these guys that like it's like, oh, okay, like, yeah, everyone's worried about fighter XYZ has one punch knockout power, right? Like you mm-hmm. always hear that, right? Oh, he's got this one punch knockout power. Well, you know, if you can't get there, right. then you know, like it's That's it's right. the one punch knockout power doesn't really matter, right? You ever, you ever do that with with your with your wife? You just you just put out your hand like this, and they just can't get to you. <laughs> hold, hold the do it all the time. And I'm like, like, I'm not I'm not fighting you. I'm yeah, just keeping like, you away from me. I do that with like, I yeah, my like yeah. business partner's kids. Yeah, sure. like, what are you gonna do with me? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you where are you going? What are you doing? How, and, I know uh, Jordan Sherwood. He liked the over in that fight, over rounds, so over four and a half, basically to go the distance. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, interesting. To go the distance in that fight. Only other fight he had on the main card was. He stood us up tonight, right? Bobby Green. <laughs> Jordan did. Jordan. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. Last minute. I'm, I'm gonna remember Jordan that. had a thing. Jordan had a thing uh-huh. last minute. Yeah. He stood us up. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So, but somebody comes up there. It is true though because. All right, we're all betting other sports. Kelly, you were even saying, oh, I had to remind myself the golf tournament was today. We should, oh, and we should talk about yeah, that, too. The NBA Brooks, trade deadline. Brooks Kepka knocking at the dough in the uh, Phoenix Open after the first round. But the – actually, they're still playing. The uh, the thing about it is, though, on Super Bowl Sunday, like as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, will I have any bets on anything else? Maybe golf, but it's just so hard to focus on anything else on Super Bowl Sunday. It is, and for us being in here, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where – we got used to this in Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football where, you know, we would we would want to make certain bets and we'd talk about certain things and then, like, by the time a break would come, we'd forget. And also, oh, like, yeah. we're going to have to constantly be helping everybody, helping each other out here on the set during the Super Bowl because if we, someone brings up a bet and they want to make and we're in the middle of a segment, like, I'll remind you, you remind me, everyone, we got we to do this as a team here because <laughs> I have forgotten I have forgotten more bets on this desk than I've made. Oh, there's no question. It's just, There's yeah. no question. It's too, too much multitasking. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. By the way, the Mono Bob Finals. Thank oh, you. Here oh, we go. It's, co- it, it, it's coming up. Monday. Oh, my God. Do they oh. repost odds? I, uh, I don't know. I haven't oh. checked that yet. All you... they've done is two heats of training. There are four more training heats. Then there are three... I forgot about that. Qualifying the, heats, I'm guessing. I forgot about that with the Olympics, how things get just dragged out over a week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's over, yeah. Let's see. I bet you they still have stuff up. For those wondering, what are these guys talking about? Uh, Drew Densick was on the show the other day. Drew will be among the dignitaries on the show tomorrow night. By the way, tomorrow night, oh, my God. Whoo! Roxy Roxborough, Rufus Peabody, Drew Densick, Christy Andrews, Vinny Maolio. <laughs> Captain Jack. Captain Jack. Oh, the list goes on and on. More and more. Still is the biggest thing perhaps we, we haven't uh, announced yet. But but um, where was I going with that? I can't even remember what I was thinking about. Oh, but Drew was on the other day, and he said the famous words, my monobob guy. Got to trust your monobob guy. <laughs> yes. And so we are all obsessed with this one bet. You can still bet it. Same odds. Where were you seeing it? Gold medal winner. So they took away the any medal winner, but gold medal winner. Uh, she is still listed. Mariyama Jamanka. I, do, I do cannot find it. <laughs> or something close to that. Mariyama Jamanka. Ten to one. Same same odds. It's our girl, man. Mariyama Jamanka. She has been surpassed. But I was going to say, but there's other yes. girls that are that have because she was the fourth shot. Yeah, she was. A, yeah. When we were looking the other day, and now there are one, two, three, four, five. Shot. Yeah, there's there's six ahead of her now. So double more, twice as many 
ladies are ahead of her in this mono bob competition. It, dro- it drops from her at ten to one to someone from uh, from China at thirty five to one though. So clearly this is it's a, a seven, seven woman, woman race. What seven bo- woman race. What yes. book are we looking at here, by the way? Draft Draft Kings. Kings. Oh, okay. Seven woman race. Winter Olympic odds. Bob Slay. That's it. Bob Slay. That, that's yes. it. I mean, uh, Drew with his Drew with his under USA uh, gold medal bets. The two oh. short shots are both USA women here. Well, and then I was thinking about him. I think that that bet's probably toast because I saw we got the figure skater home, right? Nathan Chen or something. He won gold, and then uh, the the uh, women's snowboarder won gold as well. So mm-hmm. I, I I think she Chloe Kim. She Chloe was ex- Kim won. Yeah. Oh, so we're outperforming. Is what you're saying? I think she was expected. I don't think the figure skater was expected to win gold, though. If I if I set the number of Olympians you knew heading into the Winter Olympics, if I set it at one and a half, and I spotted you Chloe Kim, would you get over? Yes. Who who'd you have? Sean White. Sean White. Oh, Sean White. Yes, man. Of course, Sean White. All right, two and a half. (laughs) There's a a skier, but I I don't remember her name. (laughs) It's a skier. There's always a skier. I I now know Callie Humphreys and Alana Myers Taylor because they are the two short shots in the monobob. And they are both Americans. All right. There we go. There's There's your your monobob segment. There's your Winter Olympics update. Uh, we will talk to Adam Levitan coming up, the king of the props from Establish the Run. He'll join us a little later on. And uh, Danielle Alvari as well. We're going old school, doing some Love Zone with her and a whole bunch of Super Bowl props still to come. It is VEASAN's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Turn prop predictions into dough with the Pizza Hut Big Game Props Pool. Make your predictions about how the big game will go down for your shot at a share of $30,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Pizza Hut Big Game now to get in on the action. No one out pizzas the hut. And I mean no one. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Who out pizzas the hut? No one. No one does. Kelly, who out pizzas the hut? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody does no one. That's what it is. No, no one, one person does it. Uh, can I can I uh, preview a can I can I promo a promo? Totes. So at the top of the hour, we have a rather large announcement coming. We do. We have a, at the top of the at the top of the hour. We have a large announcement about something that's happening a tomorrow of night. A tease. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Tease, tease of a tease. tease. All right. Stick around for 30 minutes to find out what we'll be talking about. No, 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 but but for reals. It's huge. It's worth it. This is about as big as it gets. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah, From in our little corner of the world. Let me just let let, let me not. Yes. Let me not be too dramatic here. But in our little corner of the world, this is about as big as it gets. Half an hour from now, we'll tell you all about it. I don't know where we go from there, Kelly, but. That's pretty large. Man, I mean, let's just take a half hour off. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any? Do you have any basketball bets tonight that you made? I, I have the Heat. I did bet the Heat small. By the but way, we, we were kind of really busy before the game started. I was waiting to hear on Tyler Hero's status. Yeah. So I put it in like a half unit bet, and hoping to bet it a full, basically a full unit if I saw Hero was going to play. But apparently he's not playing because he is just sitting on the bench and he has logged zero minutes. Brooklyn up, Brooklyn up three on the whiz with 4.30 left in the uh, second quarter. The Brooklyn Nets trying to break a nine-game losing streak. Yeah, Heat currently down three, a minute 30 left before the half. Want to take a look at the C.J. McCollum 
shot tracker. Yeah, we got. He's got ten. You got four Pelicans with ten. How many shots is McCollum taking? He is four for eleven from the field. Do you feel like when a, when a guy shows up on a new team like that, that he's like, I am going to take so many shots tonight to set the tone for the rest of my time here? I'm going to outshoot all of you. Yes. I don't know, but uh, but uh, it was funny last night watching uh, watching the Sacramento Kings game. And uh, just wa- watching how the different players were reacting to the new acquisitions that they had, and Sabonis was kind of just seemingly—he was—it didn't really seem like he was trying to assert himself, but he was just that much better, <laughs> just in general, than every other Kings player that he ended up scoring. I don't know, it was like 16 or 18, but he gathered like 12 rebounds. It was just like everything like was so easy for him. I, have no, I, I, was I don't know that. if that made sense, no. but it was like <laughs> it was like seemingly like he wasn't really trying, but he was still so much better than everybody on the roster. Yeah. I didn't mean to like leave you hanging like that. I was just I was stunned that you stopped right there at that point. It's all good. I was expecting more. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I think if you're a guy like CJ McCollum, yeah, maybe. Right, but but if it, it's different for every player, right? I always Sabonis, wonder about that in the NBA. Yeah, like Sabonis knows he's he's a scorer, but he's not like a, a he's not a go-to scorer, right? So like he wasn't being very aggressive. Yeah. He double doubled last night, though. Yeah, he doubled. That's what I'm saying. But then he would just like there'd be like he'd be standing there, and it's like oh, easy offensive rebound. Like let me easily put it in for a layup. But I'm just saying, there's like egos involved and stuff. Like somebody on New Orleans, and I don't know if they have an alpha down there right now, right? But like somebody might be like, oh, this dude's stepping in here. He's going to take a uh, hundred shots tonight. I mean, Brandon Ingram definitely think. Thinks he's the, thinks alpha. He's the yeah, alpha. Yeah. Right. But like I mean, it would be ridiculous. Like Ben Simmons wouldn't show up for Brooklyn and shoot like twenty shots. So this is a great this, you know? this is a great question. Over yeah. under sixteen and a half field goal attempts for James Harden in his first game. Oh, that's a great one. This is what I'm talking about. Now Harden, he has no compunction whatsoever. He's gonna show oh, up there. He's gonna, he's like, gonna this fight. is my team immediately. <laughs> Welcome to my team. That that really might be an issue there, because like it can't be. If they're gonna win, it no. can't be. He but he has he has deferred before. He's capable of that. So he has, but he's never really played with a player like Embiid. No, he right? has like not. Like the cl- the closest comparison would be Clint Capella in Houston. Yeah, that's not and very close. Capella didn't really have yeah. that many great years. No. Uh, you know, with Harden compared to what Trey Young has been able to do with Capella. He and Capella had that had that one great play. Based Basically, yeah, together, pretty much. yeah, right. Pretty much. Whereas Embiid is a force to be reckoned with, and he will have to defer. Yeah, Harden's going to have to yeah. get used to being a jump shooter at times. Kelly, if they were, listen, this is not just—they're not going to compete for a championship or anything. But if if Zion were healthy, Whew, your big, starting lineup—a big word—would be it's sick. Ingram, Zion, Valanciunas, Devontae Graham, who's by the way has been averaging 14 points and whatever, whatever, yeah. and, and CJ McCollum. Like that is a it's pretty good, pretty good starting five. Like that is yeah. a pretty good this, starting five. This was what I kept like I kept talking about this all summer when we were like previewing NBA, where I'm like, as soon as I know Zion's back on the court, I'm gonna fire on the Pelicans because yeah. they'll make a move. And I, you know, but because we love Valanciunas, I love Valanciunas. What was the latest report we got about I have, Zion? Like no idea. Weeks, right? Yeah, it's been weeks. That was that was like when I saw something about Kendrick Nunn come across the other curious, night where I was like, well, case. I got to tell Gil this because it's the first thing I've seen anything on him. Anything about Kendrick Nunn, we report. <laughs> That's right. And it's the first time I saw something on him in like six months. I don't think Zion's anywhere close. The Heat wearing their 70s detective ransom note they jerseys gotta, tonight? Yeah, they got to get rid of these. <laughs> like the Miami Vice jerseys are way <laughs> Every 70s ones. detective show had a ransom note with pasted letters. That's what they're wearing tonight. I do feel like the I feel like the Heat are outpacing every team with the like how many new jerseys oh, can we ridiculous. make to sell to people? It's ridiculous. 
They had that neon one last year that they used all the time. Yeah, the Miami Vice ones. Yeah, yeah. They wear that's that like this. They wear that this year. I don't, think, I don't think they've worn them. I don't them think this they year. do. Anyway, that's your Miami Heat jersey up uh, jersey update. I mean the 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 Wiz are hanging with the Nets. Yes, they are with nobody. They have Kuzma, Kispert, Bryant, Neto, and Caldwell Pope as the starting. Five. You didn't mention Avdia. He's not out there. <laughs> he is not. He is not. Um, he does have twelve minutes and ten points in this game, though. He darn right he came does. Off, came off the bench there. You darn right he so does. So that's leaflet. I mean, yeah, I mean, you still have Kyrie and Patty Mills and Blake Griffin, and like I don't know. It's just like one of those things. You just feel like they should well, be able to back to back, win these games. Back to the Lakers thing last night because this sort of triggered in my head what you were just saying. I don't know if you watched any of that post game show, Kelly, after the Lakers Blazers. I watched a little bit of it. So yeah. I watched the very beginning and then I got. I, it. I thought it. I thought James Worthy was outstanding. So they have a post game show with the Lakers broadcast. Robert Horry's in there. James Worthy's in there. Laker greats. Uh, you know, Horry with the seven championships. Not all with the Lakers, obviously, but Worthy being one of the great Lakers of all time. And they go to him first after they lose one hundred seven to one hundred five. And he just what you were just kind of hinting right there. He was like. And I'll paraphrase because I won't get it exactly right, but he was he was coming he was coming up with words for how he felt about the Lakers. And the, the headline was he goes, "This is the low point in the history of me being a Laker." Was the first thing he said. But the other thing he said, he goes, "It's something mental about this team that here they were in a game. By the way, they have the toughest remaining schedule in the NBA now. The Lakers." So it does not get any easier. In terms of opposing winning percentage, they have the hardest remaining schedule in the rest uh, for the rest of the NBA season. And they are in a play-in position and teetering four games below 500. And he was like, it's something mentally about this team. Here's a game against a tanking, my word, Blazers team, right, that had none of those players. They had traded all these guys. Dame is on the bench. And they couldn't, like, mentally get together for 60 excuse me for uh for 48 minutes of basketball to figure out a way to beat that team with LeBron with AD with everybody and that was the that was the you know I think he was absolutely right like that's the thing how can you not figure it out they can't and i guess it it makes sense him too saying a low point because when they were bad, you didn't expect anything. Exactly. Of them, right? Like yeah. when they were terrible, you you didn't expect anything out of the team. So it was like, yeah, they have had worse teams than this, but it's you didn't expect anything out of those teams. Like this, when you have LeBron and you have Anthony Davis and, you know, whatever, Russ, this hadn't, it hadn't worked out, but still, uh, you have Russell Wilson, you, you expect things, right? There's expectations yeah, were, for yes. these they teams. Were what, second, third on the odds board coming yeah. into the year? I mean, that yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think the, the craziest part about it is the – you can't really – there's so many problems, right? Like, you can't pinpoint, like, oh, this is where they're messing right. up, right? Because it's you – can't, you can't put this – like, we've been – we've put stuff on LeBron at so many times in his career. He's like – I think he just surpassed his longest streak of his career, scoring 25-plus points in a game. Like, he's done it for, like, I don't know, 13 games or something now. And, like, he's carrying. He's doing everything he possibly can. There's just nobody there to help him. I mean, Anthony Davis has not had a good year, and even though, yeah, I mean, know he's been banged up and he's dealt with injuries, but I, I, he's he, he's looked pretty good since he's gotten back. But he's getting nothing from these. Remember when we had that conversation about AD, and I was like, he's a Hall of Famer, and he's so clearly a Hall of Famer, right? I know, and he's so clearly. But the way he plays now, you don't think of him. Well, that we way. expected so much more of him. Yeah. I did at least. I expected so much more of that guy. If ever there could have been a Hall of Fame career that seems underachieving. 
it's his. One of the 75 greatest players of all time. Just it's, it's that's the thing about basketball that's so interesting, and this comes to a handicapping thing too, right? Like Bill Simmons used to, you know, colloquially he called it the Ewing theory. Like when you lose your biggest star over the short term, you actually might get better. Basketball is a sum of five parts, man. There is no, it's it's a puzzle, right? Like you can't you won't score three hundred points a game if you have five Hall of Famers. You just don't. It's a it's a fascinating game that way. And whatever the Lakers' alchemy is, man, it is not working to say the least. We'll come back. Super Bowl 56 props. How about some uh, some Super Bowl bets? Ones that we haven't gone over. If that, if you can believe that, there are some we have not gone over. We'll do this. We'll dig deeper next, right here on Vison's Primetime Action. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on prime time action, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Gil, Matt, and Kelly play Dog the Film's Tatum versus Dog 50-yard fetch for free for a shot to win a share of $10,000 on February 14th. Catch cash with Channing Tatum when you make your predictions in this free-to-play pool. And we'll be donating an additional 10k to Tech for Heroes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Dog the Film now to join the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You going to go see uh, Tatum versus Dog 50-yard fetch? I, uh, I mean, you know, movies dog with dogs. Yeah, look, movies with dogs. You can talk me into any movie with a dog, I think, except unless the dog dies, in which case then I don't want to watch that movie. So, um, no, yeah. no one likes that. that. No one likes that. This Marley is a, this is a tweet. Me. There's far too many movies with dogs that die. I know. Wait, Marley and Me, man, was a total dad. Why did you just bring that up? Oh. I got to take the next. Didn't, oh. didn't, didn't he just bring it up? I just no. He brought up the actual worst oh. one of all t- of like all time, where it's just like, Homeward Bound was a good one though. <sighs> that dog didn't die, right? I don't think so. <laughs> I think he almost died. Die. <laughs> That's your review of the movie. That dog didn't die. <sighs> yeah, remember the dog Man. got hit by the porcupine or something, and the other dog saved it. Oh, you don't hate a porcupine. This is a tweet from seven hundred two AJ. He said, "If you let it." <laughs> This is talking about this, the Visa help desk. He said, if you let him smoke a few heaters, Wes Reynolds would love to work the customer service desk. <laughs> talking about real old timey. Yeah. Man, we got here. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the phone now? That's right. We get uh, you your bets. Yeah, we get you. We got your bets right here. Why? <laughs> I've got a bunch of them. How do you like to give a beer to her? 
Why do you think all the old timey things start with the sentence construction? Why? <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> I got your unit to it, Betsy. Believe it or not, there's some Super Bowl props that we haven't gotten to. For those few exceptions, let's try to get to some of them right here. First wide receiver, this is courtesy of DraftKings, first wide receiver to reach 20-plus receiving yards. Oh, this is good. The first wide receiver to reach 20-plus receiving yards. So you could get crushed after that by another wide receiver. Yeah. You just got to be the first to 20. Cooper Cup, minus 165, versus Jamar Chase, plus 125. I think you're all – I think – you're just taking the dog in, in these first two, no matter what, right? right? Because you don't know who gets the ball first, yeah. so you might as well take auto the dog. dog. Yeah. Speaking of dogs, yeah, Kelly. Auto dog bet, because either one of those, I mean, if, if Cincinnati gets the ball first, then yeah. Jamar Chase could easily have 20 yards on the, fir- you know, on the, on the first drive. So the same thing applies to the second one. Yeah. First wide receiver to reach 20-plus receiving yards. T. Higgins versus Odell. You just take Odell. Just take Odell at plus 105. Because yeah, we, don't know, we, we, you we know, don't know. Yeah, we don't know who's getting the ball first, so you just take the dog. See, this would be a great one for the help desk. Yeah. I don't know. Just take the dog. <laughs> I got more calls on the line. Hold on. <laughs> hey, give me a better question next time. <laughs> Longest reception, Cooper Cup versus Jamar Chase. Cooper Cup minus 130 versus Jamar Chase even. How would you play that? I think with it being not that much juice on Cooper Cup, I think I would probably play Cup in that one. Strictly based off of what we – I mean, listen, we were you know, we were asking earlier, what do you do to kind of take these guys away and stuff? I mean, I think it's far more likely that they're going to double-team Jamar Chase than double-team Cooper Cup, I think. Um if if Jalen Ramsey, because he he want you know he keeps mm. saying I want a single coverage Jamar Chase, give me Chase. Doesn't that give you more reason to bet Chase? Oh though? yes. Oh no. Absolutely. Yeah. If I knew for sure, if if they were if, if they were going to be honest, which they won't, yeah. and say like, yes, he's going to shadow Jamar, uh, Jamar Chase, I would bet every Jamar Chase over there was on right on the board. Because even if you believe Jalen Ramsey's going to check him for some of that, he won't all. Of he it. will not always. Yeah. Like I mean, he he won't all. And, and look. What about that? We were sitting here in here for well, actually, no, we were talking about the, the day after. But I mean, you don't even have to give Jamar Chase very much space, right? As long as he can get the ball, he can run away from you, and that's the thing. It's like if they're gonna, if they even if Ramsey could have good coverage on him, right, and still just lose because of Jamar Chase's Jamar athleticism, Chase. yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, if I knew that for sure, I would just go bet every single one of the chase overs. But, I, you know, we don't know that for sure. So It I, appears uh, P.J. Tucker suffered an yes, injury. Yes, he did. And there's your Tyler Hero out for the – you know, yeah. he didn't even he didn't play. It was a, uh, it was a contusion. Fran- fancy bruise. Fancy bruise. Yeah, he was he was clutching at it like it was worse yeah. than that. It's a rich, it's a rich yeah. guy, Bruce. Rich guy, Bruce. No, yeah. you might be right. It might have been worse. Might, yeah, well, that yeah. might be a check-in on that tomorrow sort of situation. Most receptions – also, Cooper Cup versus Jamar Chase. Cooper Cup appropriately yes. whew, minus three hundred on and, that one. And honestly, yeah, that's still worth. I mean, like the odds of Jamar Chase having more receptions than Cooper Cup, I think, is probably even longer than that, just because of the volume that Cup gets. Right? I mean, he just gets he just gets double digit targets every single game. I mean, like. Every single game he gets double-digit targets. So the opportunity is so much higher for him than it is for Chase. That should almost be most receptions plus one and a half or something on Jamar oh, put Chase. A spread yeah, in there. yeah, like yeah. put some sort of spread on there or something like that. Most receptions, T. Higgins versus Odell Beckham Jr. T. Higgins minus 150, OBJ plus 120. Yeah, and I think that's a price, uh, priced appropriately as well because, again, if we believe that they are going to double chase and they're going to say, Hey, you can beat us with everybody else. 
we saw Joe Burrow. I mean, we saw him last game, right? I mean, they were they were rolling two and three guys on Jamar Chase, and he's like, all right, well, I'll throw to T. Higgins then. You know, yeah. like I just I'll throw to T. Higgins. Did you so, see that, that graphic we threw up earlier? I wasn't aware of this. The the only quarterbacks in history to have a college championship and a pro championship: Joe Namath, Joe Montana, and now the third attempt. Joe Burrow, if he wins on Sunday, would be the third to join that list. And Burrow would be the only one of the three with a Heisman. If Here's the thing. You could go ahead and just put his picture down there because even if he doesn't get it done this time, he's going to get it done. Yeah. I mean, if, even if he doesn't get it done Sunday, he's going to get it done sometime in the next three or four years. So just you could go ahead and put his name down. See, I, I didn't know if I was being warped earlier because we, we've we been hearing this from Matt Brown, you know, all year yes. long. But when Matt bro- Matt Kalish brought that up earlier about, like, everybody's acting like he's the next Tom Brady, that's like – that's the, that is so true, right? Like, we everybody is all in on this guy. And, and I mean, it's hard I to think argue. Justifiably, it's hard so. to argue. I mean, but that's what to say. Like, like when you look, I mean, and look, we should bring Justin Herbert in the conversation as well. So we will. Yeah. But yeah. when you look at those two guys, and how much further advanced they look than this this crop that came through this this year, right? Like they, and I it's understand amazing. they were in. Actually, you know what? Burrow wasn't in a better situation last year, and he was still looked, and he still looked much, much yeah. better. He was on a crap team last year, and he still looked much, much better than all these guys did. So that's not even a fair statement for me to say that look, Herbert, yes, was in a better situation. The the Chargers were built better on both sides of the ball, you know, which which helps him out. But Joe Burrow wasn't in a better situation last year, and he still looked way better than all this 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 crop that came through this year. So those two guys have ruined it for everyone forever. Sorry, quarterbacks coming out from here on out. It's, it's been ruined for you. It has been ruined forever. <laughs> let's do some more of these that we haven't got to real quick. Uh, let's go to running backs. First to reach 20 rushing yards uh, for running backs. We have that as well. Joe Mixon versus Cam Akers. First to reach 20. Mixon minus 200. Akers plus 160. That is very interesting. Ooh, that's like a that's like wait. By the way, the first to reach thirty, also between the same two guys, is a coin flip. Minus one ten on yeah. each side. But the first to the first to reach twenty, Mixon is minus two hundred and Acres is plus one sixty. But if you ratchet it up to thirty, it's a, it's even. That's crazy. So that's a you just bet the plus one sixty again on principle. Well, you bet the yeah, absolutely yeah. you do. Why why would it be so severely juiced? Because you don't think Cam Akers is starting at running back for the Rams? Yeah, I mean, maybe that's it. Or that he'll platoon out quick? I mean, that's interesting. Most kicking points, McPherson versus Gay. Minus 110, minus 110. You got to take McPherson, right? Yes. Is that Money still Mac. is that still minus one ten uh, on each side? I thought. I mean, I'll double check right that now. But I thought. Yeah, I put those down because I was like, oh, these guys are going to jump on these McPherson. Ones. Money back, of course, of course. He uh, he's, he's he filed for a trademark of that, by the way. He did. I believe so. Yeah. As he should. As he should. Money he's, Mac. He's the, I mean, he's the greatest kicker in, the, in NFL history already. So he should do that. Was that those kids? Oh no, that was Mac Daddy and the Daddy Mac. You remember yes. them? You remember yes. them, Kelly? No. Oh, Chris yeah, Cross. totally. Yeah, Mac Daddy and the, and the Daddy Mac. Yeah. Crisscross. Crisscross. Oh. Make you want to jump. You don't know that song? Were those the guys that wore their pants around the That is side? correct. Yes, they wore their clothes backwards. So clearly I know exactly what you're they talking They did, in about. fact, wear their clothes backwards. That is correct. Most pass attempts. They also missed the bus. Burrow and Stafford, minus 110 each. And most completions, Burrow and Stafford, minus 110 each. Yeah, it's Burrow plays for me on both sides there. For a couple different reasons, like we said. I mean, it's it's a... I think it's a pass-happy approach, and then also 
we know for sure that the Rams get conservative when they get leads. And so if they do get a lead in this game, they're going to shut Stafford down. They, they hand the ball off, they run the ball, they try to run clock, and then they punt it away. So there's a couple of different routes for this to get to Burrow. And again, the, the one game script I don't see is a, a Bengals run out. So that's why I, I lean fairly, fairly heavily to all the Burrow kind of passing props, whether it be attempts, completions, yardage, all the different things like that. And right. yes, the uh, odds are still minus one ten each way on McPherson versus Matt Gay in the most key really. Points. Yep, I think Matt Gay's hurt. I do. I, I don't think he can kick long field goals right well, now. We'll find out if he comes yeah. out and he's warming up left footed. We're going to know for sure he's hurt. We'll update. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a good, very good point. Yes. If you remember nothing else from this show, remember <laughs> that little detail right there. Uh, we'll come back. We'll update all the scores. We'll take a look at the uh, waste management uh, leaderboard as well. And, of course, Adam Levitan joins us to talk props. Beeson's primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 